Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. I uh, I was looking in the mirror at myself this morning, and I believe I finally hit puberty. <laughs> you think so? I'm really going with the January thing. Yeah, you, uh, you, you lose uh, the razor, not I get just, any replacement blades over... Christmas no, I, I got lazy, and you know, usually I stay on it because the uh, the beard now comes in gray, which mm-hmm. uh, makes me look older, and we so we try to try to keep that at bay a little bit. So I'm usually pretty quick to uh, at least shave once, twice a week, maybe. But uh, yeah, I've really let it go this time. But I'm noticing that for the first time, honestly, I think in my life. If I let this go, I think I could grow a full beard. You think it's full enough now? I it used to just always be patchy. Yeah, generally. But, but now, I feel like I really could let this whole thing come in. Uh, I think I did during the pandemic was the longest I let the the, the real beard go. I've always kind of worn either the kind of goatee, like mustache, and then through the week I just kind of let it grow out and then shave mm-hmm. at some point once a week. But... um but I found it, it does get really itchy and annoying in spots, oh, yeah. too. It's, it's coming down this weekend, but, uh, yeah. I said, look at you all growing up, little fella. <laughs> Last night, I... He's a big uh, boy now. <laughs> I, I watched that We Are Family... Oh, it's terrible. ...game show. It's terrible. Uh, it is one of the worst I think I've seen. And then we talked about it, I think, on Tuesday. Yeah. It wasn't the premiere week. I guess the premiere was last week. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, this is Anthony Anderson. It's kind of like from the makers of The Masked Singer. Yeah. Which you could really just take all the former guests of The Masked Singer and put them on that. Oh, really? Yeah. We guessed. We watched it last night at dinner. And uh, except for like the last one, uh, we the first two we guessed within seconds. Well, the second, yeah, the first woman I'd never heard of. Yeah, some social a, a social media star. Internet. Yeah, the second one I guessed right away. Yeah, the the but I couldn't remember her. I knew her last name was Wilson. I knew so, as soon as she said my grandfather and she sang a Beach Boy song, I knew it was um, uh, Brian Wilson's daughter, Carney Wilson. Yeah, uh, I thought it was Colin Kaepernick. Oh, was, at the end. At the end. Right. Yeah, I was, uh, well, the poor guy, he said right away, he goes, I hope it's not a sports guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, it, uh, it, it's just a really stale show. It just seemed kind of dry. Like boring. There's no, uh, like, they need to pump up the, the, the crowd noise a little bit or yeah. something in it. It just, it was really, really bad. It's lame. And plus, they have these uh, family members, so daughters or brothers, they come on and they sing. And they're all pretty bad at singing, right. except for uh, Carney Wilson's daughter. She was very good. She was very yeah. good. But the first one was not good. And, yeah. and certainly the... Uh, well, the they have to sing like three times. Yeah. You no, make I'm... it a half-hour show easily. Oh, you could be, yeah. I, I set it up and recorded it, and I, I've already deleted it. Yeah. I'm done. Yeah. yeah. I'm out. I, I, got, I got Ted today, I guess. I set that up last night. Same. So we'll see what happens with that. Now, speaking of setting up television... So, what's going on here with the uh, the NFL and the wild card games? So, I guess NBC is streaming them on Peacock. Now, I understand that network television is dying on the vine, and really the only thing they've got is live events these days. So, if these games are going to Peacock, we don't get Peacock in Canada, and I'm sure Showcase isn't going to be showing NFL football games. 
No, so, but do you get them here? Still? Yeah, you'll still get them here. There's different rights holders, TSN and oh, okay. Export, that'll have uh, rights to them here. But it seems like there is a push, and it's maybe it's a slow-moving push, but it seems to be gaining momentum where live sporting events are going to be more and more streaming and you'll have to pay for them to see them. We've seen that already in uh, with the Blue Jays and Apple yeah. TV uh taking over a couple of games here and there and 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 yeah as as the contracts and and rights holders contracts uh, expire uh, from past seasons, you're going to start to see uh, a renewal process and a bidding war. Mm. And you know who's got a lot of money are those streaming services. They certainly do. So anyhow, yeah, be aware of that. Because uh, I, I heard, I was listening to uh, some talk radio host yesterday going on about how he was trying to find a way of getting Peacock, or I guess through VPN or whatever. I don't know any of how any of that works. Um, because he was concerned about not being able to see NFL playoff games right. here in Canada. So As far as I know, I'll have to check the listings, but I'm pretty sure... I, I can check my TV guide. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Look that up for me there. Connor? You go get out the magazine. Yeah. And find out whether or not what channel and time it's on. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, tomorrow night, it's, uh, what a game. Miami in KC. And they're talking about the weather in Kansas City being like minus 19, feeling like minus 26 or something like that at mm. game time. Like it could be absolutely nasty. Well, Taylor Swift will roll in and fix all of that. <laughs> She'll, make it She'll have on like the biggest, heaviest Canada goose jacket. Oh yeah. While in a the heated. luxury suite heated. Oh yeah. <laughs> with glass in front of her. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's a, it's a tough life for old TS. Hey, this is a great day. It's Quitters Day, everyone. Oh. Second Friday in January is called Quitters Day. After a study in 2019 found it's the day that you statistically most likely to pack in and give up on your resolutions. <laughs> <laughs> Almost all resolutions have supposedly been abandoned by now. Well, wow. when it comes to health-related resolutions, uh, this uh, poll more or less backs that up. The average person said that if they gave up their favorite food for New Year's, they'd have a hard time resisting it by day 14. Really? So that would be this Sunday. Um, but so tips, don't think of it as quitters day, be more realistic, slow down. Don't just announce to everybody. That's it. I'm done with chips and dip. Right. I'm never going to eat another pickle again. Mm. You know, if you, it's like AA or any, okay. If you slip and have a pickle, you don't just go, oh, I ruined my resolution. You know, it's like if you say, I'm going to work out five days a week. Right. And by now you're only doing two days. Okay. That's, hey, it's still two days. Yeah. You're still doing better than the none you were doing before. Now, you were a smoker at one point. For a very long time. Because that, yes. that is generally, in the past, has been one of the top in terms of New Year's resolutions, mm -hmm. was quitting smoking. But for many, it's, it, you know, the, like there's the cold turkey. Mm -hmm. Like it, it doesn't seem like it's something it's easy to wean off of. No, I had to go cold turkey. Yeah, I, I, but you, the thing with smoking, and I'm sure it's true of anything, alcohol, whatever, you gotta really wanna quit. We all know we should quit. Right. And so many of us start trying to quit. But there comes a day where you just go, I, I can't do this anymore. Because when I finally, you know, said that's, I can't, this is enough, it was easy to give up. Mm -hmm. I, I think I, I, I can't remember now, it's probably 20, five years or so since I smoked. So I don't remember, but in my, in my uh, imagination, I want, or in my brain, I want to believe that when I finally packed it in, it was easy. 
because I had failed many, many times. And I tried, okay, I'm going to go to half a pack a day. And I, you can't. Right. You just can't. And I, and I soon learned, and, and much like any addiction, when I had gone months and months and months without smoking and then slipped and had one, I was right back into them. Yeah. 100%. I, that's what I've heard too. Like you have one and it's, it, it's not one of those, you know, like if you're, if you're going to, if your resolution was, uh, you know, I'm going to cut back on drinking mm. or, or, you know, very hard to just say I'm, I'm quitting. Like you said, just say sure. I'm never going to do it again. Um, but you know, okay. A couple of weeks in, you say, all right, I can have, I can have a pint tonight. Mm. And, uh, but that's going to be it. Um, uh, I feel like for many, it's easier to say that. Uh, then for those who want to quit smoking and say, I can have one and just, just, just a drag. Just give me a drag. Mm-hmm. Then you realize, oh, I love it. You fake yourself with the Colts too. You think, oh, that's not really a cigarette. So <laughs> just, I, I just suck it on the wine tip. I did that for a while. See, for me and my relationship with alcohol, I can go, I haven't in a very long time, but I can go for stretches without having any. Mm. As soon as I have one. Like, I, I can't just say, I'm going to have a pint. Oh, really? Oh, I get a pint in me. I just want to keep pouring the pints in me. <laughs> now, my only saving grace is I don't have a really high tolerance. Mm. Like, I, I couldn't sit down and drink. And maybe this is an age thing. Maybe I could do it more when I was younger. But I couldn't go home this afternoon and push back, like, six or seven or eight pints. Right. I couldn't do it. I, I, a couple. Now, the red wine flows. <laughs> I got to be... <laughs> I gotta be careful. But, uh, yeah, once I, once I get me, uh, I know that's a sign of a problem. <laughs> Good. I, I, listen, I'm totally aware. I, I've said this many times and I'm very honest about this to anybody who asks. Statistically, probably an alcoholic, but I believe myself to be a heavy drinker. And there's, I think, a big difference between a heavy drinker and an alcoholic. Right. A heavy drinker still carries on with all their life responsibilities and doesn't let anybody down and carries on and makes his commitments and follows through and pays their bills. Alcohols, alcoholics, heavy alcoholics, let everything slide in the name of booze. Mm. I haven't fallen down that side of the hill yet. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know about the letting people down. <laughs> That's not alcohol based. (laughs) I'm just a horrible human being. Yesterday we had uh, stories of office chaos, and now this morning we have unspoken office rules. And uh, I think this is good that we're getting these kind of things sent our way because I guess it kind of means maybe perhaps people are heading back more and more to the office. And that this working from home thing is slowly burning itself out. I mean, there are some companies that have just stuck with it, and it is what it is, and they're not going back. But I would suggest that uh, more and more companies are trying to get everybody back together in the boardroom again. Anyhow, uh, unofficial, unspoken office rules you should never break. If you've been in a meeting forever and your boss says, okay, anything else? Keep your mouth shut. Yes. Don't be too efficient. It makes other people look bad, and your boss will ask you to do more. If you're not busy, don't tell anyone. Such a ridiculous concept. (laughs) Uh, There are those who love to believe that they carry the place. Mm. If it weren't for them, it would fold around them. Um, I like this one. The third time you walk past someone in a day doesn't require a hello. Okay. Say hi the first time, nod the second time, ignore them after that. Nice. Never reheat something smelly like fish, especially right before someone else uses the microwave. 
Right. Well, yeah. Uh, in, and in general, don't bring that to work at all. Mm. Uh, and have you, if you have brought it to work, there is the uh, great divide, and we saw the debate happen in this studio between uh, Ed the Sock and Lee Eckley, mm. about where you can toss that garbage. Mm-hmm. And the answer is in the kitchen. Yeah. You know, fish is, look, it, it is the one food item, I think, that if you don't eat it and finish it and consume it when you've just cooked it and it's hot, there's nothing that's bringing it back the next day. Mm. I mean, I've tried to reheat leftover fish at home. I've tried the microwave. I've tried heating it on the stove. It's just gross. Air fryer might be one that you can uh, don't own on air bring fryer. it back to life. Yeah, but very, I, very cool product. Yeah, I know the kids, uh, our oldest son and his girlfriend, when they were living with us, uh, they had one. And I think David, we got David one maybe for Christmas a couple of years ago. But uh, since we uh, barely eat now, it's just Marie and I living on food stamps. We... <laughs> um, if you don't want people using your coffee mug, don't leave it in the kitchen. Yeah. If, you, if you leave it there, it's a communal mug. Don't be the smelly person at work. If your odor is a little more pungent than most, invest in perfume or cologne. A little too much perfume can also make you the smelly one at work. It's always that one man or woman, and some poor sucker in management has to take them aside and say, dude, you need to shower. Such an awkward conversation. Oh, my gosh. It's like telling somebody that you have they have bad breath. Mm -hmm. Want a mint? (laughs) <laughs> Unless you have a private office, never use your speakerphone. People should be more mindful of how loud they are in general. That's, uh, I was going to say, in general, that that's a lesson not just in the office, but everywhere. Mm-hmm. They don't need to hear your conversation. And if you need to have that conversation, like have it in your car. And you might be amazed, I think. You ever walk through a parking lot and you can hear someone having the conversation in your car? You realize how loud mm-hmm. that speakerphone is? There was a guy. I was sitting in a in a pub having a pint at Christmas. My my uh, my Christmas routine of waiting for my gifts to be wrapped and having a beer. And there was a guy sitting at a table behind me. I was at the bar. He was behind me, and he was on his phone. I could hear him talking on his phone. At first, he was I think quiet enough, but then he gradually got louder. To the point where I turned around and gave him the evil eye a couple of times. He, you know, didn't notice at all. And it was all I could hear or think of. Mm. Like, it just drove me insane. And it was like, you know, I had two pints. So he was talking through two pints nonstop. Right. There's been a long history. I think for going back to the start of, uh, of when cell phones became a manageable size. Of, uh, of feeling like there's a sense of importance, mm. uh, in having one, right? Like it started off with, uh, remember the Nokia's and they had like the belt buckle attachment. Mm-hmm. People were walking around like they were security guards, uh, just because they had this thing, like they had to have it in a holster yeah. ready to go at the drop of a second because they were so important. And well, then it switched to like the Bluetooth earpiece. Right. And when that came out, there were, uh, there's a legion of dudes who thought, well, I'm important enough to have this. I need to wear it all the time, not just when I'm on a call, just in case that call comes through so quickly and I need to answer it. And I think to them there is a sense that they are important. 
and uh, it's it's a it's a bragging issue. And you look like a flipping moron. I think I had in my life maybe two sets of those earpieces. I had one for the car at one point. Yeah, I'll, I I own them for all of about twelve hours. Right. I lose them constantly. I just gave up. Um, yeah, well, it's even back to when you used to have the belt holder for your pager. Yeah, you know. Yeah, same thing. Um, don't mess with other people's stuff. This is unspoken office rules. Don't mess with other people's stuff. Like if someone's out sick and uh, you know they have extra ketchup packets in their desk, those are off limits. I I continually complain about pens at my desk here. I'm going to argue on this, you on this fact. Because you deem that area to be your desk. Right. This is a studio. Anybody can use that microphone. That's right. not your office. I know yeah. you set it up like it is your office, but it's not. For the majority of time, I'm the only one that uses it. And I do have some notes that I leave. You've got a spots. calendar there. Yeah. You've got a whole thing like it's your private area. It. Right? Yeah, but it's not your private area. It's not my privacy. It's my private area. Adrian's desk, I get. That's right. a desk in an office. In an this office. is a studio that anybody can use. But I hide my stuff <laughs> away from the desk in a little area just because I have to keep it. And it continually goes missing. Well, you've got a locker. Go stuff it in the locker. Right. But I need it at my reach. Yeah, but when you come in in the morning, go get it. I'm too I busy mean, in here. Too busy. Here we go, surgeon. <laughs> too busy. We're going to go down this road again. Don't steal stuff is you're, what I'm saying. You're really busy for about six minutes. I know, but those are the first six minutes I'm in here. <laughs> it's more like 16 minutes, and but it's, it's the first 16 minutes I'm in here. And then it's NHL highlights for four hours. Right. Uh, don't complain about everything. Lucky. Right. Constant negativity isn't fun, mm. even if you agree with the person's take. And finally, don't schedule meetings first thing on a Monday or last thing on a Friday. It's a great way to make people hate you. True. All right? Just little things to remember when you head back to the office, perhaps this year. If your uh, spouse is a uh, football mega fan and you're not, here's a, a fun way to get through the uh, NFL playoffs while also mocking them, which is always fun. <laughs> uh, a... Uh, a woman made a list of her husband's go-to reactions when he watches football, like making the first down gesture or yelling, let's go. And she turned it into a bingo card. She's made it into a drinking game. So she takes a drink each time she crosses one off on her bingo card. There's a video of it on TikTok. And uh, she's had quite a few shares and reactions. It's quite, it's quite good. So her bingo card options include... He makes a touchdown gesture. He pretends to throw a flag. He yells, get him. <laughs> <laughs> a quiet clap. He yells, why? Jeez. Head down, eyes closed. <laughs> he yells, what are you doing? <laughs> he gets up and walks down the hall. Nice. Crosses his arms. Right. And aggressively pets the dog. <laughs> These are her bingo cards. That's <laughs> great. If you get a bingo, you have to chug the rest of your drink. That's great. Yeah. That's great. You could do the same for hockey. Yeah. You could do the same probably for any sport. It's actually a great game to play if you have people over for like a Super Bowl party or yeah. something. Yeah. Be fantastic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the great idea. 
Like have everyone have a card, mm-hmm. and you're looking at other people throughout the game too. Especially because a lot of times it's a Super Bowl party. Not everyone's really interested in the game, right? Right. right. Those are those diehard fans who who like the team. But otherwise, there's just kind of a, some people are only there for the halftime show or for the food and the mm-hmm. drink or the atmosphere. Now, do you have to? Um, so you make up bingo cards, and maybe with all of these things, you'd have to. I think you'd have to pick. Like you get twelve people over for your for your Super Bowl party, and you're going to try this bingo game. Maybe like you would have everybody would have to pick somebody to keep an eye on, because not or. One person is the subject for everybody, and everybody has to agree on that one person, but then that one person can't know about it. Like, I'm not sure, because not everybody goes through all of these gestures. No. So but just sit and watch the but game. But if you see one of them, then that's your, then you get to stamp your bingo card. Okay, on. so you just look around the room, keep I your would just eye say, I would room. say everybody, yeah, right? right? Right, You know, but they have to be, like, over-the-top reactions. It right. can't be, like, you know, takes a swig or, or you know, bites a chip. <laughs> Double dips would be a good one on there. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, that's a, it's a good way. I I never understood. I, I had an uncle who uh, he was a football fanatic, and Sundays I guess his wife just understood it is what it is. But he would be on the couch like all day. Mm. You know, he, I mean, he good dad. He you know held a job, paid the bills. You know, responsible, all these things. Did whatever chores I guess he had to do on a Saturday. Right. And Sunday was football, and he wouldn't move. Yeah. We'd, we'd go to visit, and he wouldn't move. Wow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, like if Maria, okay, maybe, listen, I'm a zombie in the house seven days a week, but when she's home, I have to seem somewhat active, even if I'm faking it. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, to, to plop yourself and feed up. Yeah, all day. All day and don't disturb Yeah, because I'm watching football. Like, could you imagine? I mean, I mind t- you, I guess there's, you know, there's some who, you know, Sunday morning is golf. Yeah. And they're just, I'm not going to be around on Sunday mornings. And that's just the way that it works. That's I think the relationship. Of, I think out of sight, out of mind is helpful right. in that situation. To, to actually see your man or wife sitting there for 12 hours. Right, yeah. You know, whatever. And there's a lot of downtime in a football game. Yeah. Like, you can still get some stuff done. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And to say you're a football fan, yes. But generally, you're a fan of one team. Yeah. You know, even if you were running a fantasy team, you don't, you're not actually coaching them and you don't actually have to witness them making the play. I think football, the season is so short. What is it, like 16 weeks or whatever, 18 weeks? So I think more with football, I think more guys or women, whoever loves it, will watch a variety of games as they compare to sitting down and watching. Pittsburgh and Anaheim in the NHL on a Tuesday night. Right. Yeah. Is well, Anaheim still around? Are they, they still are, Yes. Uh, also because it's dedicated to one day. Right. It's one day of the week. Yeah. Right. To, to, to say I'm a hockey fan, so I'm going to watch hockey. You can watch hockey every day mm-hmm. and night. So it, it's, you know, harder to justify that. Sundays are football or NASCAR, whatever it may be, Formula One. Mm-hmm. You get people who are just, if you're a fan of that sport, that they dedicate to that, but it's one day. You know, on a Saturday or Sunday when we're home, I don't know how it is in your place, but uh, with Maria and I, 
You know, like, I'll get up and I'll put on the kettle and we'll have tea and we'll watch a show together. And then she goes about doing whatever she's doing around the house. She's scurrying everywhere, doing this, that, or the other thing. So I I, I opt for the kitchen. I'll clean up whatever dishes were there the night before. I'll make us breakfast. But really, it's because the TV is still right there. Mm-hmm. So I can still right. keep myself frozen to that television while... Making it seem like I'm actually accomplishing something. Like for me, I think the Masters would be one. Like Masters right. Sunday. Sure. Or, or the Sundays of majors. Yeah. I want to be near a television. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's just the, you know, I'd prefer to be near a television. And if I'm there, I'm watching it. Buddy of mine says it's one of the things he misses the most about his single days and being a teenager and even into his mid and late 20s. He finally got married and had kids. But Sunday was just hangover Sunday. Mm-hmm. And he just loved lying on the couch all day. And breakfast at 11. And just watching football and sleeping the Sunday away. It was heaven on a couch. The Consumer Electronics Show in Vegas ends today. We heard of some of the uh, cool and weird gadgets. They have the LG see-through TV and the voice-activated bidet that has Alexa washer. But but some of the other interesting stuff showing up at the uh, Consumers Electronics Show. There's a, a robot helper that supposedly follows you around and watches you sleep. That's not too creepy. Oh, no. A new mirror that can tell you if you're stressed out or even sick. That's nice. You look in the mirror and it looks back at you and says, you look like crap. <laughs> Who told you to buy that shirt? Uh, bird watching binoculars that identify the bird for you. Well, that's handy. Yeah, I don't know much about the bird watching, but isn't that part of the fun of bird watching? You got your book and your binoculars and you try to figure out what the bird is? Well, I think the binoculars first and foremost, but, uh, but if you can eliminate the book part. Yeah, but I think the bird watchers like to kind of solve the puzzle of the bird. Perhaps. Well, I don't know. Who knows? I've never done it. I only use binoculars to look at my neighbor's bedroom. (laughs) (laughs) Give them a call and say, get your arse up. (laughs) That's a peacock. (laughs) A $3,500 AI-powered toaster for steak. Pop, here's your T-bone. A toaster? A toaster for steak. Like like a pop-up toaster? Like Pop-Tarts? I guess. Like, I mean, you can add a toaster oven, which is good, and you can do a steak in that if you wanted to, but why? I've seen a hack on, like, TikTok and other places where people will put, like, a steak in a toaster, push the button down, and wait for it to pop. And supposedly, you know, depending on how you like your cooked steak, you de- determines uh, how you like your steak cooked determines the uh, level you turn the, adjust the toaster thing to. <sighs> what, what, what are we coming to? Like, yes, I guess technically you can do that. Sous vide is another way that like people are raving about. Mm. Like, oh, you got to do your steak. You boil it in a bag for, you know, an hour. That's the way to do it. It's perfect. I'm mm. like, I, I, yeah, you can do it that way. But why? You know, when it comes to steak... Yes, you can get steak done a, a number of different ways. In fact, you can have it at a number of different restaurants, too. Mm-hmm. But to compare one to the other, um, there's a wide range of what's going on. You go to your general family restaurant, you can get a steak there. But, you know, if you go to a fine, high-end steakhouse, it's a much different steak that you're getting. Ah, because they put butter on it. <laughs> That's the big fake. Um. Yeah, I you know listen. The I think the only meat that's good in a bag is corned beef. You know the old uh, shop right. sees corned beef in the bag and you boil it and then throw it on a Kaiser. Very good with some mustard. Lovely. 
a $3,000 smart stroller that pushes itself around and rocks your baby to sleep. Well, that's good. <laughs> Hands-off approach <laughs> to parenting, I guess. That's what we need. Um, pots that make plants move when you touch them and beg for water when they need it. Wow. A virtual record player. Virtual? Yeah. Oh, sorry, vertical. Oh. Vertical. vertical <laughs> like, don't we have that? It's called your phone. Yeah, no, a vertical record player. Oh, man, good. enough with the records. I like the old record player in the car routine. That was good. Yeah. Um, what's wrong with people in records? Ah, there, there is a pretentiousness oh, to it. That's true. It's like beer snobs. Yeah. I mean, some people just have not updated their electronics for 40 years, <laughs> and that's the reason they're doing the records. Uh, if you want to listen to it on vinyl, all good. Go ahead. But it's it's like the hygienist. You don't need to convince me. <laughs> I've, I've found other methods, and uh, I'm fine with phone and headphones and digital copies of it. Sounds just fine for me. The setup for a lot of people is what they're into. Everybody's got to have this kind of madman look, you know, with the old teak wood. And they, they, they don't want new speakers. They want, like, everything's got to be very old. Oh, because yeah. they believe the stuff from the 70s or 60s I is know. The best. I went in on buying a set of those. <laughs> yeah. For a palliomar. I know. I know. It's when they call it vinyl, too. <laughs> it's my vinyl collection. <laughs> I know. It's a bit much. Uh, an AI toothbrush that tells you if you're brushing wrong. A pillow that moves your head around to stop you from snoring. I'd buy that. Uh, and a device called Wee Head. Oh. No lucky. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Finally, AI's doing something I need. That'd be want. <laughs> uh, no, it is Wee Head. Uh, it gives chat GPT a face. All right. I guess. Fine. And, and Gen Z is going nuts for a $140 iPhone case with a physical keyboard. What? It's like the old BlackBerry keyboard. They think it's cool again. But they, a, there's a keyboard on your screen. I know. They. I guess they, they like it, the actual keyboard to type, they uh, feel it would be. Why would you just get a typewriter then? Rock Mornings with, with Craig, Craig Venn and Lucky. Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.